Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Higher Love, the podcast that poses the question... What if we quit falling in love and instead chose to rise in love? I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and this is a podcast series about love, yes, but a huge piece of the love puzzle is dating. And I'm not sure if you've noticed, but we've spent most of 2020 knee-deep in a pandemic, making dating a little trickier than we'd anticipated. If finding love feels further away than ever and you're slipping in and out of, oh, I'm fine, and am I going to be single forever? Settle in, get your pen and notebook ready, because this podcast series is going to guide you into finding not just any love, but a higher love, pandemic and all. Welcome to episode eight of Higher Love. We're almost at the end of this 10-part podcast series, and hopefully you're starting to feel a little bit more prepped and primed to hit the dating scene. You've strengthened your personal vibration, you've rewritten your love story, and you've likely set up a pretty magnetic dating app profile. But as I referenced in the intro to this podcast, we are kidding ourselves if we think dating hasn't shifted dramatically in 2020. Ah, that little old pandemic has definitely gotten in the way of our dating plans. And not just because we've literally been banned from socialising for more than half of this year but because of venue restrictions, border closures, and, you know, the whole lockdown thing. And while I'm so grateful to say that Australia appears to be emerging on the other side and most of the heavy restrictions around the country have been lifted, we're still looking at a dating landscape we've never encountered before. I sat down with the women to discuss what it's been like dating in the time of COVID. At the time of recording, Beck was still in Victoria's stage four lockdown. Courtney and Phoebe were in New South Wales, and although lockdown had been lifted, there were still some limitations when it came to dates. Perhaps you're an overseas listener and you're still isolating in the confines of your home. Either way, I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. You may recall in episode six, I asked the women what their initial thoughts were in regards to their dating life when the news of COVID first hit. Here's a reminder of what they said. I absolutely panicked. I already live alone and I'm single and I'm already longing for a partner and that physical connection. So when lockdown happened, that all really escalated for me, those feelings of panic. Dating was the last thing on my mind. Um... And when we got into the first lockdown, I think when I was processing it all, I genuinely felt relieved to not feel the pressure to date. Like it felt like a huge weight off my shoulders where I'm like, cool, this is like my time. And I think as a single person, um, especially being a single person in a circle of shacked up friends, 
your mates basically expect you to come back with some good, juicy dating stories. So it was nice to just have the pause and not feel like you had to do the most. When I first heard about COVID and hearing that, you know, Sydney, all the venues were going to shut, I thought, oh no, how am I going to meet people if I can't hit the clubs? I know when COVID first hit, I was emerging from a book deadline. And after spending an entire year of my life in the thick of the dating scene, research for said book, I took a few months off dating to finish the book with a clear head. But when I emerged post-deadline, we were already in the first lockdown. And truth be told, it sent me into a bit of a panic. I asked the women what scared them the most about dating and COVID. What scares me the most is that life was put on hold. And for me, as a 36-year-old, I'm working to a fertility clock that doesn't stop. And this pandemic was literally making it even harder for me to meet someone and to fulfil those hopes of one day having a family. What has scared me the most about dating during a pandemic is having to go on a date in my gym gear. Um, Some of you might not know, but we're in stage four lockdown in Melbourne, which means that you are only allowed to go out for an hour of exercise in a day. Um, And that is the only time that you can interact with someone that isn't from your household. So gym gear dates are a thing, full thing. Um, But if I had to think about it, it's been more comforting than scary You know, we're all in the same boat and no one has any idea what they're doing. So it's been a real level equaliser. The thing that scared me most about COVID was, I know if this extends over summer, which is just, you know, prime social time, prime happy time, I'm going to be devastated. And then I also thought, oh no, like imagine if I meet a great guy and they can't take me to dinner. I think once we were all faced with the reality of what the pandemic would mean for our dating lives, I feel like most people adjusted and quite quickly too. I asked the women what changes have been made to the way that they find dates. So me, like I'm sure a lot of people, I got on the dating apps for the first time in a long time. I think even without this podcast in COVID, I would have gotten on the apps, I think. Mm. Yeah. Prior to the pandemic and prior to lockdown, I had never been on the apps. So I think doing this process combined with um, a global pandemic has really been helpful in terms of just embracing the swipe life because you're no longer at the bar like chucking eyes at the guy sitting next to you or you're no longer just meeting people at your gym or at a wedding or through friends. Like this is digital dating on crack. I'm certainly the type of person that enjoys meeting people out and getting to know their energy and their vibe. So with all these restrictions, that totally limited that. And I had to get on the apps and be serious about being on the apps too. Well, it's a bloody good thing we spent episode six and seven getting you app ready. Digital dating is the way of the future. But future or not, dating in the time of COVID is tricky. So I asked the women what they found to be the trickiest bit. I think the trickiest thing has been that you can't be spontaneous. So you can't just casually go up to a bar and have a drink or go out for dinner by walking along the street and picking a restaurant. 
when you're going out on a date now, you need to ring, you need to book, there's restrictions, there's limitations. So maybe the seatings are only two hours and obviously there's limited people that can be in there. So it just made that whole spontaneity piece really hard. I'd say the trickiest thing about dating during stage four lockdown is gauging chemistry in the absence of touch, which you know, in a way is, is a blessing because you have, you're not having to rely on just that you're finding other ways to build that. So uh, the tricky thing is getting creative in terms of one of the trickiest things about this time is mass dates, AKA face roulette. Um, so you, some of you might not know this, but in stage four lockdown in Melbourne, we are required to wear a mask whenever we leave our house. So going on these walking dates requires wearing a mask and talking through a mask is very difficult, uh, to understand the other person. So anyone who knows sign language in a time like this has the upper hand, no pun intended. So when Sydney had our most intense lockdowns, you know, you could only go out really for exercise. I met a guy and, you know, we did a couple of coaster walks, but after that we wanted to keep seeing each other. So I'd have to settle for going over to his house and drinking wine. So I think things moved a bit more quickly than they would had we not been in shutdown. Normally I'd, you know, really keep them waiting. I'd make them wine and dine me. I would avoid their house, you know, for a good few dates, but, you know, I was there within, you know, a week of knowing him. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that through all of the upheaval, restrictions and cancelled travel plans, there were a few silver linings. Let's hear what the women thought were some of the pandemic positives that came out of COVID dating. I call it Rona romancing. Basically a return to dating Jane Austen style where, you know, the courtship stages are longer, you know, the COVID courtship, there's a lot more time to talk prior to meeting or going on a walking date and you're having to learn a lot more about a person, which to me means more time to screen and you're not just uh, jumping into the physically intimate aspects of it. Uh, personally, I love chatting on the phone and having a bit of a chin wag. So this was a really great way to build that rapport. The other thing is people are getting really, really creative with their dates. Like no longer is it that, oh, let's grab a drink format. And it just feels super stock standard. You know, people are sending lovely voice notes. We're going on video dates. Um, I went on a video date where we did a quiz together. A girlfriend of mine went on a video date where they um, both bought the same bottles of wine. They bought bought both bought the same cheese, and then they watched a Netflix movie together. Um, And then another girlfriend went grocery shopping at the same time as one of her matches. So they both had their lists, and they both walked through a grocery store together picking out eggplants. Like, it's, it's been really amazing to see how creative people are. So the silver lining for me was I've actually had the most exciting time in my dating life for a long time, and that's been during COVID. You know, really worked on doing what I love and focusing on myself and, you know, raising my personal vibration. Um, So despite all the limitations, I've actually met lots of guys and had a great social life and done lots of 
fun things. The intense lockdowns, we've had quite a few weeks without them now. I've been going, you know, I've met guys on the apps. I've been seat, still been able to go on a few dates. I've been going out a little bit and then now because the bars shut so early, I've actually been going to heaps of house parties and meeting people through there and having these massive nights at house parties, which I haven't done in a long time. Normally I'd be like the girl who goes to the club and leaves at midnight, but now I'm, you know, at at a house party till 6am. Another silver lining that I kind of thought of was, oh, maybe guys will take dating more seriously when they can't go out all the time and, you know, meet a bunch of girls when they're out. Um, They just have to sit at home and think about me. The silver lining for me was that it really did push me to get serious on the apps and, yeah, really start considering going on dates with these people. And also, I guess, I kind of thought, yeah, guys are going to be really lonely in lockdown and now they might take relationships a bit more seriously. I deem myself to be someone with a bit of an entrepreneurial mind. And with some extra time during lockdown, I found myself wondering how things could be improved for the dating experience with all the restrictions and limitations. I asked the women if you could invent a way to meet people that would be helpful in the current dating climate, what would it be? So I think what would really help would be for apps to have video base profiles because life isn't two dimensional. A photo and some cute text doesn't really hit the same as seeing how someone moves, how they speak and really what energies they're putting out there. Whereas once you hop on that video call or once you even hop on that phone call, you just intuitively know if there's, if there's a vibe and if there's um, chemistry to be had. Gotta say, um, a lot of the guys that I was chatting to on the apps hadn't actually done a video date or a phone call. They were all just texting people. And so for them, it was, it was a first time experience to do a FaceTime date, um, or a Zoom date. And I think to start, they were a bit sus, but then they really leaned into it and they're like, oh, that was awesome. You know, like that was really cool and that was so much better than just texting. There was this one date, though, where the guy was so awkward that he kept pulling in like things to show and tell just because he didn't know what to do. And he happened to be a hoarder as well. So it was like this like old Game Boy from from his childhood. And then this like collection of Nat Geographic magazines that he had been connecting, collecting since he was like seven. It was it was odd. It was weird. But I was entertained. (laughs) I think maybe an improvement for the dating apps, especially during lockdown, would be to have a video show reel of themselves. So almost like they're auditioning and you get to see them live in action out with their friends and really get a feel for who they are. While Beck and Courtney are thinking videos might be the way of the future, Phoebe is thinking something a little more mandatory could be the way to go. COVID has enlightened me to how great it is to meet people at house parties because usually, you know, they're mutual friends or you have mutual friends and you can sort of get to know them a bit better than you could at a club or something like that. So, yeah, something to do with house parties, making them mandatory or increasing the limit or something like that. We spent the first few episodes of this podcast fine-tuning your personal vibration. 
So I asked the women what impact their personal vibration had on their dating experiences during a pandemic. Being in stage four has really given me the time to actually figure out what I'm looking for. Um, And it's really given me more time and energy to put back into me, but also to meet as many honeys as possible from a social distance, of course, um, and in my PJs. I think COVID has made working on your personal vibrations easier because it gives you that time and energy back. Um, And I think it was something that I was really in desperate need of. So I'm a bit pandemic positive at the moment about all this because I've got time and, and space and energy to do me. And I think as a result of working on my personal vibes, it's really made me feel more positive, a lot less sus and a lot more open to dating pandemic or not. It's made me feel more confident in who I am, what I have to offer, because, you know, I think I'm a real catch when I'm in my flow. So working on my vibration, I just think it's opened up my energy everywhere, not just on the apps, but, you know, in a lot of new places to, you know, get into the headspace to meet new people. After a date bailed on me recently, I felt pretty disappointed and therefore my vibration was low, but I now knew how to shift that energy and get back into my personal vibration and I just got straight back on the dating apps and um, secured myself some new matches and some dates in time for the weekend. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's funny, when I was chatting to each of the women about dating in the time of COVID, we actually realised that all three of them had dated more than ever before. So I've dated about three to four guys since March, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, that's a lot. Well, I was in isolation in another state for a few months during lockdown. So when I got back to Sydney and felt like I could get back on the bandwagon of dating, yeah, I've been, I've dated about five different guys and and that's way more than usual for me. Normally, I'm kind of a one guy gal. I would say that instead of ordering one scoop, I have ordered four or five scoops and I am just loving myself sick for trying all these different flavors. I would say that because we're still in stage four lockdown in Melbourne, um, I definitely have not checked up with anyone, but I think I've built up some pretty solid situationships uh, that have true potential when we get back into stage two or stage one. So let's hear about some of those dating experiences. So during COVID, I met someone, you know, out in the wild, not on the apps, just through the gym. 
Um, and that's actually been going really well. I'm really excited about that. Um, but, you know, as that got going, I was a little bit unsure of his intentions. Um, so I got on the apps. I met another great guy. Um, he's absolutely lovely. We've gone on a few dates. He's cooked me dinner. We actually went for dinner recently. And I was just sort of really trying to sit there and think, you know, oh, do I really like him? Do I want to give him a chance? And he's a great guy, but I just wasn't feeling, you know, that joy and that excitement and sort of how I want to feel. Um, you know, when I'm in love or when I'm really liking someone. So yeah, that's where we're at right now. And it's looking, looking pretty promising. So once restrictions lifted, I matched with someone on a dating app. And this was a guy that I'd seen on the dating app before, but taking into consideration some of the things I'd learnt, I looked a little deeper into his profile and thought, yeah, I'm going to give this guy a go. We went on a date and really connected and just felt really good energy between him and I and we've been catching up quite a bit. I guess over the last few weeks I haven't seen him as often so I have gone back onto the dating apps and um, spreading my energy to um, see if there's anyone else out there but not giving up hope on the initial guy. Without learning the things that I've recently learnt about owning your values and that personal vibration, I don't think I would have moved on from this. I think I would have stuck around and tried to push through it and make this relationship something. But at this point I've gone, I'm not really sure it's heading in the direction I want. And I haven't completely given up, but I am out dating other people and seeing if there might be more chances with them. Beck had a bunch of dates during stage four lockdown. I don't know how she did it, but she did. Go, Beck. I asked her to tell me about one of her walking dates and what it was like to date with a mask on and how she may have stumbled across a new reality TV show in the process. You're actually going to hear me in this sound grab, which we haven't done before. It's a little bit of breaking down the fourth wall, but I think what it will do is it'll give you context to what we're saying. In terms of a good app story during the pandemic, I would say that I had a lovely walking date. And let me just start off by saying going on a date in my gym gear is my absolute worst nightmare. (laughs) Not vibrating at a high frequency when it comes to that. Um, But I went anyway and he was just such a lovely person. It was raining. It was windy. Um, and he carried my umbrella, held the umbrella up. It was just lovely. Conversation flowed. It was organic. He walked me home. I had wet hair matted to my face and somehow he still (laughs) told me I was pretty. We did wear masks. Um, that's the other awkward thing about dating during a pandemic in a state that requires you to wear masks is that you get really sweaty underneath the mask, but like, thankfully you can't take it off. Um, I'd say the video calls are probably the better ones where you could just kind of be yourself, um, and not have to wear a mask and play face roulette underneath it all. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine going on a masked date. It feels like a reality show. I, I think it could be. Did we just stumble upon I think we did. <laughs> a new Netflix series, <laughs> The Masked Date? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so hopefully after hearing back Courtney and Phoebe's experiences with dating in the time of COVID, you're feeling a little more pandemic positive. I asked them to share their top COVID dating tips. My hot dating tip for during COVID is to plan ahead. So you need to book the venue. You need to know their restrictions. You need to know their table limits and how long you can be there for. And yeah, just be organized. I'm kind of even booking three different venues as the night goes on. So like a drinks venue, a restaurant, and then maybe another drinks venue for afterwards. Just be ready. My number one hot COVID dating tip would just be to get on the damn apps. As soon as I got on them, I thought, oh, here all the men are. I've been looking for them and here they are. Beck took my question very seriously and trust me, you'll thank her for it. You might like to grab a pen and paper and write these down. So I have three hot COVID dating tips. I think the first is to be upfront. Um, to be upfront with the people that you're interacting with um, and you've got to be upfront with yourself about it as well. The second dating tip is that your iPhone has a call function. Use it. Um, I genuinely believe that texting is a false intimacy and you cannot trust text. I think I've personally always hated texting. You know, I'd rather hear your voice. Give me your best Morgan Freeman you know, come at me with that voice. I was chatting to this guy who was literally the world's worst texter. It felt like he was texting at me as opposed to having a conversation, let alone a witty repartee between two people. Um, And when his text would come through, it just got to the point where I found it as tiring as folding a fitted sheet. So eventually I just threw it out there. I'm like, look, Let's jump on a call. And when we jumped on a call, he was like an absolute brilliant human. Like he was interesting. He had the best chat, was like literally one of the wittiest, funniest people you would meet. And so the one thing I would say about this all is that screens lie. You know, text text again is two-dimensional. It doesn't convey who a person is. Get on that phone call. My last tip is catch feelings, not the Rona. I think, you know, you need to remain at 1.5 meters at all times. But seriously, it doesn't mean that you need to be in each other's physical presence to get to know someone. There are other ways to really start to unpack who another person is aside from sitting across from each other at a bar. If I had to throw a few more tips at you for dating in the time of COVID, they would be... Be patient. I know it can seem like time is running out, but at some point it really helps to trust in the timing of your life. Everything is impermanent, including COVID-19. Work on your personal vibration. With so much extra time not socialising, it's the perfect time to get super curious about who you are and what you want. Read some books, Figure out what brings you joy, figure out your values, and write yourself a new love story. The girls said this quite a bit, but now is the perfect time to hop on the apps, even if it's just to get the energy circulating. If you haven't dated for a while, it can be hard to get back in the groove. And even though the apps are just the pre-game warm-up, they allow you to put your training wheels on to start flirting. 
chatting, and at the very least, being open to dating again. I know it can seem like dating venues are really limited during a pandemic, but there's actually a bunch of really cool different kinds of dates that you can go on. I personally prefer outdoor dates at the moment. I just feel like anything in a venue just feels super complicated and restrictive. I'm talking picnics, fun, walking adventures, sunset or sunrise drinks from a beautiful lookout. Beck played a game of basketball with one of her dates. I personally would suck at that date. I would definitely not be playing basketball, but if sport is your thing, absolutely go for it. Don't be scared of Zoom dates. If I had my way, I'd Zoom all dates before meeting them in the flesh, pandemic or no pandemic. But in saying that, I am very confident on Zoom. I spend most of my time on there for work. So if Zoom is not your thing, here are some of my top Zoom dating tips. Get ready as if it was a real in the flesh date. So if you usually blow dry your hair, then do that. If you usually put on some makeup, then make sure you do that. Get dressed in the same way. Yeah, same clothes, same outfit that you'd wear if you were meeting them out at a bar. I even spray on a little bit of perfume. So they can't smell it, obvs, but I can smell it. And it gives me that feeling of being on a date. Have some soft lighting in front of your face. This will be the most flattering light, yeah? So you want the light behind the camera um, so that it's illuminating your face. Not too bright, soft is always good. I like a white light compared to a warm light, but that's personal preference. Have the camera in line with your eyes. This is gonna be your most flattering angle. If you have the camera too high, they're going to be looking down on you. And if you have the camera too low, they're going to be looking up at your chin. So I try and have the camera directly in line with my eyes. And that seems to work really well. Change your zoom settings. Not many people know about these settings, but if you go to settings and then video and tick two boxes, you want to tick mirror my video and touch up my appearance. So the touch up my appearance um, box is basically like a really, really, really subtle filter. It doesn't distort your face in any way. It just kind of smooths the screen over. I kind of call it the bold and the beautiful effect, but it's really, really subtle. So have a look, see if you prefer it or not. I much prefer it. And the mirror my video box basically mirrors your image, which is what you want to see. So you know when you take a video on Instagram stories, you usually look quite normal. And then if you try and take a video on the camera app, you look like you've been flipped. That's because there's no mirror image on the, on the camera app. That's why you look different. So tick that box and I promise you, you're going to look 10 times better. Set it to gallery view. So when you're on the date, gallery view is so you can see your image and their image at the same time. Now, I know that sounds like it's gonna be distracting, but what I find more distracting is when it keeps flashing between the two of us, depending on who's talking. Yeah, so when you're talking, you're looking at yourself and that's not fun. You wanna be looking at them. Does that make sense? So if you have it in gallery view, you can look at them while you're talking, which brings me to my next point. As nice as it is in a Zoom meeting to look at the camera 
so that the audience can see you looking into their eyes. You can't actually see the audience when you're looking into the camera. So on a date, I always think it's better, even though it's not gonna look like you're making eye contact with them, is actually look at their image on the screen and definitely don't look at yourself. <laughs> it's very hard. It's taken a lot of training for me not to adjust my hair on a Zoom call. But if you can look at them and not at yourself, I promise you it's gonna be so much easier. Tidy the house beforehand. Yeah, your house is on show too. And also make sure you make yourself comfortable. So sitting on an uncomfortable chair will mean that you can't relax during the day. I personally sit on the floor behind my coffee table with the couch behind me supporting my back. I find that to be the most comfortable, but figure out what works for you. I also like to light a candle or some incense, really just set the scene in my own home. I think it's really nice because it is a date to have a glass of wine and maybe some little nibbles during your date. And Beck mentioned sharing the same bottle of wine. I think that's really, really cute. I love that. So maybe that's a conversation you can have before the date. I'll be drinking Pinot Noir. What will you be drinking? And then look, here's the best thing about the Zoom date. You can have some notes on you if you want. I'm gonna let you do that. As long as you don't read them, they're just there to prompt you. But have some questions ready to go. Write them down if you need and use them. By all means, use them. And then my very last tip for a Zoom date is just be yourself, yeah? Be your most authentic self. Hopefully this episode has warmed you up a little to the idea of dating in the time of COVID. If you need a refresher on setting yourself up on the apps, refer back to episodes six and seven. Next episode, we dive back into the practicalities of dating. We dive into first dates and second dates with a bounty of helpful advice for both including some conversation starters and how to protect your energy before and during the date. Then we're gonna tackle the most common dating ailment, ghosting. Remember, this podcast is just a little taster of what you can expect from my new book, Higher Love, now available to order via the link in the show notes of this episode or by heading to jordanalevine.com forward slash books. I get so many beautiful messages from listeners of the podcast letting me know how much they're loving it. But I have noticed that not many people are sharing it publicly like they do when they listen to some of my other podcasts like Luna Lover or The Middle. So I just wanted to pop in and say that this podcast has been created to empower you when it comes to dating. There's absolutely nothing to shy away from when it comes to being single and actively searching for a higher love. In fact, it's something that I personally have made my mission to release the stigma around. So if you are getting value out of this podcast and you want to keep it to yourself, that's totally fine. I support you 100%. But if you do feel like sharing, know that it's not a sign of weakness or being less than. It's a sign of empowerment and it encourages others on their search for love to own it, just like you. Ways that you can share this podcast are to take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories, forward the podcast link to a friend who you think would benefit from listening, or leave a rating and review for me on your favorite podcast app. Until next episode, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Higher Love.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.